On today's show, were we wrong about DeAndre Ayton? Mark Stein brings new reports that talks could still be on with DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns. And we've just got trades on trades on trades for you guys on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, subscribe and follow for free. Just search Locked On Mavericks wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube and join the 25,000 subscribers. That we have now amassed on YouTube. Thanks to everybody that helped us get to 25,000 subs on YouTube. Uh, the second lockdown channel, Fantasy Basketball, is almost at 60,000. Josh Lloyd. We don't we don't count Josh Lloyd. Like, I do. For for my job specifically, I do. I, I would. <laughs> That's how we beat the NFL channel. Uh, <laughs> the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. Name one player the Mavericks have to trade for. Just give me one player. If you want to support the show, text us, get text alerts from us. Uh, just literally get text straight to your phone from me and Isaac. Subscribe to our subtext. Click the link in the description below or text the number in the description. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The trade machine matriarch, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, we're almost there. We're almost the free agency. Friday evening, Friday night. That's that's the first time teams and players and agents can talk to legally, each other. Legally. Nobody is talking this week. Nobody has been talking over the past few weeks. Everybody's just waiting for that buzzer to hit on Friday to have the conversations. But shout out to Mark Stein. Just dropping a little just a Mavs, you know, Mavs little little drop there on the sub stack today and just I was reading it on my way to work this morning. We've got some trades for you. I've got a couple of trades for some wings, some stopgap centers. After I parked, that's when I was reading it. <laughs> yeah, sure. We've got some trades for some stopgap centers, some wings. Tobias Harris can be had for a crumble cookie, so I'm going to see if the Mavs can send a crumble cookie to the Sixers and get Tobias Harris. Uh, we'll talk about DeAndre Ayton, but first, let's get into the latest Mavs rumors. Adrian Wojnarowski went on SportsCenter and commented on the Kyrie Irving market, and he said, quote, the market for Kyrie Irving – legitimate places that he would want to leave and go to is extremely limited, almost nil. Then he said that the full expectation is that he returns to Dallas. The question is how many years will he go back on? The money is not as much of an issue. Is it as the issue is how many guaranteed years he gets your thoughts on Kyrie coming back. We talked about his number change yesterday after the introduction of Derek Lively wearing number two, he's going to now wear number 11 again and wear number 11 for the Mavericks. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kyrie returning? Um, I've been pretty adamant that Kyrie's going to come back. Been that way for a long time now. Um, I, I still think it's a three plus one. I think it's three guaranteed years. I think it's a player option on the fourth year. I don't think it's at the full annual max number, which is, you know, I just I think it's going to be in the low 40s. And yeah, it's an, it's a come out. It's going to be, I think it's going to be like a four year, you know, some, you'll, you'll say four year, but I think it'll be a three plus one yeah. anywhere from 40 to 45 uh, a year. And there you go. 
Jeff Skin Wade, friend of the show, Mavs broadcaster, semi-insider, just tweeted four for 160. Should I read it? And then a clock Wait, emoji. What else, what else with it? Just a clock emoji. That's it. <laughs> should I read anything into it? Should, could, Skin, if you're Skinner, if you're listening, should we read anything into you just tweeting those numbers four dash one sixty? Is it a dash or is it like a slash? It's a it's a slash, like exactly how you would do a contract. Okay. Four, so it could be like a you know a fraction. It could be what is four divided by one? I mean that would just be the smallest number. Um, it it could be that's point. It's like two point five percent. So I, I'm not reading anything. New. I just thought it was funny, but that's the number that it would be if it's if he's making about forty say, about if forty it's million. About Kyrie, I, yeah, if he's making about forty million a year, that would be the number. So the Kyrie Irving continue, story continues on. I, I'm I'm still holding on. I got the twenty percent of me that just just won't believe anything until he signs pen to paper because you just never know what's going to happen with Kyrie. All right, Mark Stein also reported. This story today about DeAndre Ayton dropped it in his Substack. Incredible stuff. It's a must read for everybody. Go subscribe to his Substack. Great stuff all the time. He reported that um, the Mavericks were in talks for DeAndre Ayton. We knew this. We heard this from Chris Haynes, but he also talked about the exact deal that was mentioned. The deal was Tim Hardaway Jr., Rashawn Holmes, who's going to be rerouted from, from Sacramento, and JaVale McGee was going to go to the Phoenix Suns. DeAndre Ayton was going to come back for the Mavericks. So when we talked about this yesterday, we had both assumed that the DeAndre Ayton trade talk was before the draft. This now confirms that that was not the case, and we were incorrect about that, and that it would happen during yeah. the draft, and they were still considering it and talking about it. Mark Stein also said that the Suns didn't want JaVale's contract. If the Mavericks did that deal with Tim Hardaway, Rashawn Holmes, and JaVale McGee, the Mavericks actually cut about $3.2 million in salaries off their books. So it would have been, a, it would have been like a money saving deal for the Mavericks uh, in the short term. But in the long term, you have one extra year on Aiton's deal than you do on Tim's, Rashawn Holmes, and JaVale McGee's deals. Um, and so, but the, the Suns didn't want to take JaVale's money back, so they turned it down. The question now becomes, <laughs> would you do DeAndre Ayton for Tim Hardaway Jr. and Rashawn Holmes? Well, you know, yeah, like you said in there, you know, the Suns uh, liked the idea of, you know, turning Aiton into, you know, Tim and Rashawn Holmes, that they like both those guys. He did say at the very bottom of that, uh, some paraphrase that, hey, they could revisit these talks uh, at some point. Might not be dead, but go read it. Go read uh, for all the details. Uh, I'm thankful that JaVale's on the team because he stopped it from happening. So, uh, <laughs> 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 um, no, I mean, I was just, I, I just, I, I'm just not the biggest fan of making this type of completely. Uh, of, you completely sent me with that one. I, I just, know, good that's one. the first time you've been thankful for JaVale McGee since uh, you were they convinced since, since right before the season started when you were still convinced he was going to be a good starting center. That was a good zag, wasn't it? <laughs> it really got me. I the, seen some tweets today. And we're like, oh, of course, JaVale held up the deal. I'm like, well, actually, I'm kind of glad that it did. The exact words from Mark Stein, by the way, were sources with knowledge of the Phoenix-Dallas trade discussion said a resumption of the Aiton talks could not be ruled out. So even though Haynes has reported that the Suns are going to keep, you know, DeAndre Aiton, uh, I'm calling BS. No. You don't smell anything smoky? Smokescreen hey. season. It's smokescreen season. And so I, I Haynes think Haynes is on the phone with Portland every other well, he he's on the phone with Portland, but he's also got the Suns on speakerphone, just like sitting in the room with him at all times. Can, can but, I make a prediction on what happens with Dame real quick? Uh, oh, 
we're so we're gonna do that. We're gonna be just another NBA podcast that talks about Lillard. No, I, I don't. I don't think we're gonna hear any other update. And the and the next thing we hear is just gonna be a drop of the trade Dame to to Miami. It's gonna be. I like, think it, it's gonna be Shams too. Like completely out of left field, Shams goes. Damian Chris Lillard. is like, I've been working for this for years. <laughs> this was my moment. This is my moment. Um, no, I, I just think that Dame told him is like, hey, yeah, like I, I, I want vets. I want to see what you do in free agency. Cool. And I, yeah, I just don't think Portland's gonna go out there and like max out Jeremy Grant and be like, hey, you. No, I think that was his way of like, hey, I know you're not gonna do this, so they're just gonna trade in Miami and. There you go. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the the Aiton edition after you take Derek Lively. I we've both been in the camp of hey you you still need to add another big. I think they still need another stopgap big. Uh, you know, a year, two years, something like that. But like, I guess I just wouldn't fully. I I would just need to talk to some people with the Mavs to, to fully understand that of like, you know, to take a guy in the lottery and then trade for a guy at the same position because they're not playing together. And to trade for a guy at the same position that's still super young, that's under contract for multiple years at over 30 million a year, like that, I don't know, it just surprises me a little bit. And yeah, I was, I mean, I was wrong on that. I still, I still be kind of surprised they do it, but yeah. So here's my, here's, if I'm going to try to talk myself and everyone else into this, DeAndre Ayton is, has been, a disappointing number one pick, but he's still been a good center in the league. He started in a fi- for a finals team. He started a bunch of playoff games. He's averaged like seventeen and ten. Like he can he can do all the things the Mavericks would want to do. He's absolutely an upgrade over what they had at center, and would yes. be so much better than anything they've run out at center. Porzingis maybe aside for the last 10, 15 years, you know, like for a, long, a really long time since Tyson Chandler in two thousand eleven. I mean, it's just been a long time. Or Tyson Chandler in two thousand what fourteen fifteen. <laughs> Since since then, probably. Aiton gets traded here. Here's Tyson Chandler again. <laughs> Everybody's Tyson. He's not him. Um, so, but but Aiton's deal is three years. He is making like $32 million, $33 million, I think, and then $35 million. When he gets to that third year, he becomes tradable then, just like the Porzingis deal just got traded, right? You have one year left. You can get moved at that point. And so if Lively, if it does become an issue where Lively is able to – all right, he, we know that this guy's a starter. We know that he can step up. Then you can move Aiton at that point and do that. Like, I only look at this as a two-year deal for him because that last year would be expiring. He'd still be a probably a playable player. He may have some value by the end of it. Uh, change of scenery, we've talked about that with several different guys. We, we t- Last week, we talked ourselves into John Collins coming to the Mavericks. He just got dumped to the to the Jazz. Uh, I, I don't have an issue with DeAndre Aiton's basketball fit. I think him in a different system, like in, in all of that, I, I'm a, I'm not a, opposed to his game. Um, it's just the money and the investment into into him. After, you know, you take a guy in the lottery at the same position. That that's my only thing about it. But look at it as you're investing. What you'd be investing thirty nine million dollars in centers, which you need to. <laughs> the Mavs finally invest because if you combined Aiton and Lively. All right, then all of a sudden your center room is really, really good. And maybe Aiden does become really good. Or maybe Derek Lively's a bust. Like, it's, it happens. It, whoa, it, whoa. You, so if you take two chances on guys like this and you say, okay, well, we, we've got to get better at this, right? You and I both agree. They have to get better at center. Yes. Soon. Yeah. And so maybe Aiden becomes that guy. I, I don't think it's the best move for the Mavericks, personally. That, that's, my, that's me trying to talk myself into that move, all those things I just said. I don't think it's the best personally, but coming up, let's talk about the deals, and we'll talk about a couple of things, and then we'll get into some more trades with Tobias Harris. 
and that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about eBay Motors. eBay Motors has you covered because they know that you can't just bring in DeAndre Ayton and, and draft Derek Lively and expect it all to fit together. You have to have the perfect right fit. So just like a basketball team needs to have the right players to fit together, you need to make sure that your car parts and accessories fit together. So head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure that every part you need fits just right the first time around. So just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that that part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Apply. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, making us part of your day, being part of the show. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, tomorrow we'll get into more rumors. It's, it's just rumor central all the time here. We'll talk about more trades. We'll talk about some more stuff the Mavericks can do. And then, of course, we'll have an episode for you Friday. We're going – we'll probably go seven days. And then and after next week, Summer League is coming. So we should know about this, the, uh, the roster and should know who's playing, and that should be good. And maybe one of us will go to Summer League. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's get into some more uh, DeAndre Ayton trades, though. So if you if it comes down to it, though, if the Mavericks do end up doing that deal and go and revisit this and say, all right, DeAndre Ayton for Tim Hardaway Jr. and Rashawn Holmes, they can't do the MLE at that point, I don't think. Unless Kyrie takes it so much less, I don't think they could do it. They'd have to make another roster move. They would have to make some other kind of roster move. But... Tim Hardaway for Holmes. Tim Hardaway and Holmes for DeAndre Ayton, like as a deal straight up. That that value just player for player. I, how could the Mavs turn that down? Um, because you pay be paying Luca Kyrie and DeAndre Ayton around one hundred fifteen million dollars. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the reason. If they make the deal, I get it because DeAndre Ayton, I think, will make the would make the team better than Tim and Holmes would. Um. You look at the rotation at that point, you're looking at what Luca, Kyrie, Reggie, Josh, DeAndre Ayton starting five with, yeah. you know, the young guys, Hardy, Lively, Omax, and Maxi off the bench. Um, and then, you know, what else you can whatever you can add to the team at that point. Um I don't know, I'm just not in love with it, man. I, I just I'm I'm just not in love with it. But if they but it's not really if they if they took Cam Whitmore instead of Derek Lively, I'm more of a fan of it. Interesting. You know, I, I, I'm more of a – I'm I'm listening to a little bit more, but, yeah, that's just where I'm at. Can I, can I give you a DeAndre Ayton scenario in which they could get involved, same players, but ship him somewhere else? Well, yeah, so one last thing on this is that if they do with Tim Hardaway, Holmes, and, and JaVale McGee, like let's say the Suns go back to this and say, all right, we'll go back to your original thing. The Mavericks can get DeAndre Ayton and still add a Grant Williams or a Bruce Brown or a Harrison Barnes or somebody like that, and at that point – I'm more into it. If it's just adding, yeah. if it's just adding Aiden and, and moving off of Tim and Holmes, that's still in a vacuum is a good deal for the Mavericks. But I wouldn't be as into it. Like you said, they made two big roster upgrades, the twelfth pick, and then their their one big move in DeAndre Ayton to upgrade the center spot, which would be awesome. They definitely desperately need it, but they need other things. To, they need other things too, and to fill other holes. And so if they can uh, do, if they can do both things by getting off Javale, getting Aiden, and then adding somebody in the MLE, that would be uh, obviously ideal. 
I'm not a fan of the whole like Reggie, you know, five million dollars wave stretch, all of right, that. Right. Um, but that decision has to be made, you know, this week before free agency even starts on Wednesday. So can, can we also can we also just say how sad it is that the, the Suns were like Tim Hardaway and Holmes, like, hey, let's do that for Aiton. Like, oof, that is. A I mean, bad. John Collins got traded for Rudy Gay in a. Bag yeah, John of Collins was in a first round, like a number one overall pick that they picked over Luca. I mean, can we all go all the way back to there? DeAndre Aiden. Um, Oof. So, what if what if we kept the same same players in this deal? But what if they called up Toronto and said, "Hey, can we reroute DeAndre Ayton to Toronto and let's get Siakam involved?" Ooh. And to where we could get Siakam and Dallas, DeAndre Ayton, Josh Green, and a first from Dallas to Toronto with Tim Hardaway, Rashawn Holmes, and Otto Porter Jr. to the Suns. I would say the Raptors, just knowing Masai and all that, would say that that's like you're not even halfway to what we want for Siakam. <laughs> okay, but let me push back just a little bit. Yeah. The report that came out about Siakam and like Portland and some of the stuff was he he's said that he's not going to sign an extension with anybody who gets traded for. Well, that immediately yeah it does takes his value down. Like or it just means that they're just not going to trade him at this point. You know who would take the swing and saying, "Hey, we'll swing for it." It would be a team like Dallas. So Cubes. if it's, so, I don't think it's like DeAndre Ayton, Josh Green, and a you know first first round pick from Dallas. It's not that's not the end of the world if it's one year of Siakam. If you think Siakam might leave some, so anyway, that's just that's just one I thought of. And if you're Phoenix, you get Tim Holmes and then Otto Porter. And I've seen this. I had a couple of people text us in the in the subtext and say, "Well." Lively and Aiton together. There's no Lively and Aiton together. You you don't play those guys no, together. That no. it doesn't work. You can play Siakam and Lively together, and all of a sudden that becomes a really good front court that you can work with. And so yeah, th- that that's a really that's a really interesting deal. But I don't I don't think Toronto takes that. I think that they're just holding okay. on and I, they're be, they've become too stingy. Like the, the trades that they've been turning down for OG are just. They also just signed like a rookie head coach or hired. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, but stay, stay in the land of mediocrity with <laughs> as you leave. You know, we don't you know which direction lead to. Anything else on Aiton? Uh, no, but no. Tobias Harris had a comment today that was hilarious. He said that casual Sixers fans want to trade me for a crumble cookie. We know that our friend Keith Pompey, locked on Sixers host and for the Philadelphia Inquirer beat writer covering the Sixers, has said that the Mavericks have looked into a Tobias Harris trade. So I got a couple of trades for you, and I'm curious what you think about them. All right, ready? Okay. Tobias Harris, he's making $40 million, which the first thing you go, that's $10 more million than Aiton's making. Okay, but it's only one year. So it's just yeah. one year. He's a, he's a wing. He can shoot you know, 40% from three. He's 6'9", so he's a bigger wing. He can defend. He's not all defense. He's not going to get anywhere close to that, but he can defend credibly, I think, at least for a playoff team for the Sixers. Uh, Tobias Harris for Tim Hardaway, Maxi, and Holmes. No. Here's, here's the, the case to do it, though. You're upgrading the Tim spot to Tobias. I think that's a, that's a good move. Maxi, that one stinks to, to lose him. Holmes, wash. Dallas cuts $1.6 million, so you still could do the MLE on that too. And then after next season, the Mavericks only have Luka, Kyrie, hopefully, Hardy, JaVale, um, Derek Lively, Omax, and then Josh Green will be a restricted free agent. So, like, you're going into next summer with – a lot more flexibility because Tobias comes off the books then. Uh, and so 
that that's an interesting like cap looking forward move for the maps yeah it's interesting I, i'm not just 100 percent sure that that trade would make me better this coming season the fact that maxi's in that deal scares me a little bit so because I, I i agree that tobias is probably a little bit of an upgrade over tim no you you asked me this earlier today i'm pushing he's he's definitely an up he's a guy that could go off for 20 points and he can get some he can get his own shot and so okay like i He's if if the Mavericks go into the season and say, all right, how many of our guys could realistically go off for twenty, no matter who else is on the floor with them, right? It's it's Luca, Kyrie, and then Hardy, and then like Tim, Tim. It depends who who's he playing. Oh, with. Max. <laughs> <laughs> but it depends on on who's playing with him. Tobias, you could say that about him and say, okay, well, we think we have another guy that could just go off and have thirty on any given night, just hmm. because. And so I, I think it would be an upgrade on on Tim. I'm with you that losing Maxi would hurt because it would hurt flexibility of, of lineups, defense, and all that. What about this one, though? Tobias for Tim Bullock and Holmes instead. You do Bullock instead. You don't clear as much money going forward, but you still have, like, you can play Tobias, Maxi, and a center, or just Tobias and Maxi. Dallas is cutting $1.1 million at that point for next year. I think that's a no. Still no. Yes. I think that's a no. Okay, what if you do Tim I think Holmes. the only way I'm listening is Tim Holmes and JaVel. Tim Holmes and JaVel. The Mavericks will add three point five million. So there's no MLE at that point, probably. Unless okay. Kyrie takes some kind of other deal. So Tobias would be your big add. Uh and that but you also get off of Holmes, JaVel, and Tim. So you clear some money for next season. Like you clear a lot of money. Yeah, I'd be interested in that one. I'd re- I would have a meeting about it. I'd, I'd think about it. It's not a home run, but I would I would consider it. Not a home's run, that's for sure. Wow. Why the Sixers would do some of these deals? Maybe they think Tobias. Maybe they want to do the Porzingis thing and split Tobias into a couple of different players, or the Aiton thing and split him into a couple of different players. Like that's the only reason why they would think about it. Maybe Tobias is upset about his situation. He just talked about the Sixers fans wanting to trade him for a crumble cookie. So I don't know. That seems we like the crumble as a sponsor. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> not a, not that big of a fan. Uh, coming up, <laughs> we've got some, we've got some more trades. I we'll, like my <laughs> frozen Fritos. Okay, we'll, we'll get into some more trades coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, you didn't like my eight in trades. You only liked one of my Tobias Harris trades. Do you have it? Give me yeah. give me some more of your trades that you're thinking the Mavericks could do this week. Oh gosh. Um, Okay, so I went back to the Orlando thing. Obviously, I've talked about Tim and Markel. I like that one. Yeah. Um, because I think Orlando has to get rid of a point guard. What if What if it's Jalen Suggs? Ooh. What's Jalen Suggs' value around the league right now? What do you think about that? So, not Not technically for Dallas. I'm just saying, what do you think his value is? Like, could could you call it Toronto and do the? I got stuck on Siakam a little bit because. I'm like, Dallas is a team that would actually give up something for him. Could you do the same type of thing to where it's like Jalen Suggs, Josh Green, Holmes, and a first to the Toronto? Because Toronto likes Suggs, but they went with Scotty Barnes over Suggs in that draft. Right. Um, I think if you're it, Orlando, you're selling you're selling a little low on, on, on Suggs because he's the fifth pick two years ago. He okay. played 53 games last year, 45, 48 the year before that. 
He hasn't shot the ball well at all. He's had some flashes here and there. Really good defensive player, but shooting-wise and getting his own shot and playmaking, you're like, all right, I'm still trying to figure out what this guy is. And so I think he'd be selling a little low. But they did just add Anthony Black. They have Fultz, like you, you know, like you said. They have Cole Anthony. Both- I just think I think they need to get rid of a point, and I think they would love a Tim Hardaway on their team. Um, would who says no? Tim and Josh for Suggs and Isaac. Me. <laughs> I'm not talking about you, Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> Jonathan Isaac, not Isaac here. Uh, no, I, I say no. I'm I'm out on on Jonathan. Like you got to give me stuff if I'm taking Jonathan Isaac. Like I know well, Jaylen, I'm saying like Jalen Suggs is. So, but then like, I'm not giving you Josh there. Green then, right? Like that. That's the tax. okay. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that that's a home run of deal. That because I was thinking about like what, who would say no in that. You know, Josh is due to be paid sooner, a right. year sooner than Jalen Suggs. So it'd be kind of like a if you think they're similar, it would be kind of like a delaying it a year if you're Dallas. Uh, I'd say Suggs is, you know, obviously a point guard. He could be a third ball handler, probably, you know, more than Josh. Um, and then it comes down to like the Tim Jonathan Isaac thing. Tim's more consistent, more reliable. Jonathan Isaac's obviously the higher upside swing if if he's healthy, then he fits your team perfect. But I don't know. Anyway, keep going with yours. I mean, I have a bunch of other like smaller ones, but yeah, th- just giving them giving up on Suggs this early. I feel like if they're going to trade one, it's Folds. Wasn't wasn't necessarily their guy. They traded for him, but he's got one. He's expiring. I agree. That's why I like the Tim for Marco. The, the Tim for Marco Fultz one does work. Yeah. Okay, I was looking at. Okay, who are the stopgap centers the Mavericks could actually add? I went through the whole league and I was like, all right, give me. I want DeAndre all, Jordan. I want all the names, and he was one of the names, but he didn't make the final list. <laughs> Kelly Olynyk, we've talked about one year deal with the Jazz. Jonas Valanciunas, one-year deal with the... Can, can we just say real quick with the Jazz, they got to figure out something with their, their bigs. Like Hendricks, Olenek, Kessler, John Collins. I feel like I'm even missing one. Olenek. Olenek, yeah. No. So, yes, I, w- I would take Olenek. Yeah, I like him. So, but they have they have Kessler and Olenek that will play center. They have Collins and Markkinen will play some four minutes. Markkinen, Mark- that was the one I forgot. <laughs> Markkinen also plays three so Markin and Hendricks are like your threes kind of at 16 yeah yeah I mean yeah but Pretty he well. did he played three last year for, for them at times with with Kessler and Olenek on the floor I mean he played against yeah. Dallas so uh Kelly Olenek is a stopgap center Jonas Valanciunas stopgap center Clint Capella I would still put on that list he's probably the best one on this list Zubats from the Clippers I don't know what they're gonna do yeah but they got to figure out something Vooch, Vooch that you talked about earlier, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent, so no trades really there. And then Plumley, he's an unrestricted free agent. And I think he would probably be a, a stopgap center. I said, okay, who can they yes. trade for then? What if the Mavericks decided to go to the Jazz and the Jazz wanted to get off Colin Sexton's deal? Oof. And the, the, the Jazz just go Kelly Olenek and Colin Sexton for Tim Hardaway and Holmes. Sign me up. So the Mavs get three years of Colin Sexton, so they, they're not – Saving any money, any money off this. He's making nineteen million dollars uh, in the third year of this deal. Sexton and Hardy, Spider-Man meme. <laughs> right. You have you have that issue to figure out. But you get your stopgap center, and you have you know you you get a guy like a talent in Colin Sexton off the bench. The Jazz the Jazz turn a scorer in Colin Sexton into a shooter in Tim Hardaway. Maybe that's something they they want to do. The money is nearly identical. The Mavericks would cut like four hundred thousand this year. Um, mm. So it doesn't change too much, but you get the talent there. And if the Jazz are motivated to get off that third year of Colin Sexton's deal, then this is a good deal for them. 
Yeah, I'm not opposed to that one. I like that one. I, I like Kelly Olenek as the stopgap center. My good guess en- is- Good enough to start, but also n- not too good to come off the bench if Lively supplants him. My guess is the Jazz probably like him, like Colin Sexton a little bit more for this deal, and they would go, no, there, there's no way. But, hey, if they're motivated to get off that money, they just added – you know, Keontae George, they've got Jordan Clarkson they have to do something with still. Tim, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker just picked up his his option for next year. I mean, they've they've just got guys to try and figure out. Yeah. And maybe Collins the odd man out. Can I give you a small trade real quick? I'm ready. Is it for this a stopgap is... center? Because I have a theme going here. No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This is, this, is for, this is for the people. This is for our subs on YouTube. This is for all of our listeners in <laughs> 25K Slovenia. 25K strong. Um. Javel for Conchar. <laughs> Neither one of them play. No, the Grizzlies Denver, fans are Denver valued a vet last year in DeAndre DeAndre Jordan, a vet center on their bench. Yeah. Um. Let's just swap them. They make around the similar. I think Conchar makes a little, you know, a little bit less than Javel, but hey, let's let's swap them. Let's get a, another Slovenian in our locker room, and uh. Conchar can be our Burton's replacement. Conchar has a weird deal. Have you looked at it? Crap. Conchar, like two, according two, to, to, Sp- to Spotrack, he's making $2.4 million next year. Yeah. And then he's got an extension. $6 million, $6 million, $6 million the next three years after that. So, for that yeah. reason, I'm out. I'd rather get off with the JaVale deal. <laughs> you heard it here first. Nick does not like Slovenia. <laughs> I have a trade for, for one of... Um, I got to trade for one of Luca's friends in a second here. You want to hear okay, keep going. Down? Yeah, yeah. All right, Jonas Valanciunas. Who says yeah. no? Straight up, Jonas Valanciunas for Tim Hardaway. We know the Pelicans were interested in Tim Hardaway. The Mavericks. I think would Dallas cut. says no. Really? I think they would. Yeah. The Mavericks would cut two point five million and get off of the second year of Tim's deal. I don't think Dallas would say no to that one. I think you just take Jonas as your stopgap one year center. You know, you get off of the last year of Tim's deal. I, I think that one, and, and you cut two point five million dollars for ne- for this upcoming season. Like, I think that's a win. Him and Luca together. I don't know. It breaks my brain trying to think about it, but he would give you some rebounding. He can step out and hit a three. Yes, I like. I, I, yes, I. Yes, I wonder <laughs> if they'd be as interested in Tim now that they just drafted Hawkins, and they Is still it, have CJ McCollum, and you know. Yeah, yeah, the Hawkins the Hawkins one really changes it, but but yeah, just throwing that out there. Okay, what if they did this then? Jonas Valanciunas, Garrett Temple, Willie Hernan Gomez, or Tim Hardaway Ooh, uh, and Javale. Yeah, I've always kind of liked Garrett Temple too. He's got one year. He's got one year left. They're just kind of flipping around stuff, and they're like, all right, we'll take a vet with Javale. Maybe Javale helps Zion a little, you know, a little bit. And is is the vet that he needs? I wouldn't be banking on that one for the deal, but I like adding another wing and Temple. And then the other one was Jonas Valanciunas, Temple, and Willie for Tim Hardaway Jr. And then some kind of sign and trade for Dwight. Maybe Dwight's the vet that that they need, and they want more of a mobile center. Yeah, I wonder where they're at with the cap, because that would that would hard cap them. So I wonder how close they are to that number. Yeah, that one that was the one I just threw out. It's like, what if something crazy happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just decided to go nuts. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Those are my stopgap centers. Kelly Olenek, Jonas Valanciunas. Let me know what you think about those trades, what you think about some of the other ones. Tobias Harris, DeAndre Ayton. 
and all that. Name one player in the comments that you think the Mavericks have to trade for. We'll be back tomorrow with more trades, more rumors, and all that. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.